Hey world, it's your host Marshall. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Run On Thoughts. Here, we talk about everything and nothing because we are not afraid to be all of ourselves even as we evolve. And that's my thought for my fellow thought thinkers as we unpack our traumas, past hurts, and other BS. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. I'm so glad to be with you guys today, season two, episode six, and today we are going to talk about audacity. Yesterday was my mother's birthday, May 19th, and I have a confession. My mom has been gone since 1984, and I am 46, and I have never remembered my mother's birthday. And in truth, I didn't remember my mother's birthday now. My cousin Kenya posted it, and then my uncle posted it, and it triggered me, right? Because every year I say I'm going to remember, and every single solitary year, my mom's birthday comes, passes, And then let's say by June, I remember that I forgot. So this time, thanks to social media and Facebook and people remembering my mom, I couldn't even, the universe didn't allow me to forget, right? So it allowed me to remember and go back to a time that I've tried to forget. So I realized that my mother's birthday is, you know, it's May 19th and that too, right? I wasn't even sure if my mom's birthday was May 19th or May 16th. You'll be shocked that I know very little about my mother and I mean very little. And I'm sure there are people that I can ask, but the more time passes, the more time seems to pass, right? And it's hard to go back and find out or get the answers to questions that you have. Because in truth, I have all the questions. I know nothing about my mom. I was eight years old when she died, you know, but I realized that some of who I am is directly related to the little that I do remember about my mother. I remember my mother struggling with a drug addiction, right? And as a girl, I didn't know what that meant, right? My mom died when I was eight. I was 16 years old and pregnant before I ever cried about my mother's passing. I was 27 before I reconciled with my mother about her passing. And I began to feel what I feel now, right? Which is part of my ministry is in recognizing that Everybody has a story directly related to their childhood that informs who they are in this moment. All of us, right? And guess what? I don't know my mother's childhood. I don't even know her story. But I know the outcome means that my mother had a story and I chose to forgive her. And in that forgiveness, it turned me into a radical revolutionary. And I have always felt different, right? But I never gave myself permission 
to feel different. Like I knew I was different. I knew I wasn't like other people. I knew I liked different things. But but once my son was born, I was pushing like I was 17 years old. And I decided in that moment that I was going to be all of myself. So that's why you hear my intro. I am all of myself, even as I evolve. See, that's important because that even as I evolve is the audacity that I'm going to talk about with you guys today. See, my mom sharing a birthday with Malcolm X, that makes me light up inside, right? Because for me, Malcolm X was a revolutionary, right? He was a man thrown into a circumstances based on his childhood. And we get out of people what we put into them. So when something else was put into Malcolm X, he couldn't deny it. And even when he became a Muslim man, even that wasn't enough, right? Because now when you are awakened, there's an energy and a life force that comes over you, right? That wants you to align yourself with your own purpose. And nobody can stand in, that, in, in your way of that. And that is how I feel about my mother. And that is how I feel and believe that she did not get I do not believe that my mother got to stand in her own truth. And so on her behalf and in honor of my mother, I choose to honor myself. And on the same day as my mother's birthday, Malcolm X's birthday, Paul Mooney, best known for zero fucks given, right? He's a comedian and he uses political commentary to discuss race and not allow this industry to change who he is. And that warms my heart. You know why? Because I realized that it is hard to be all of yourself when you've been born into a world that has given you a script. You know what I'm saying? You were born, right? And you came into this earth with purpose. And then your mother, your father, whoever, the world, societal norms, whatever you want to call it, patriarchy, all of it, it sees you and it gives you a script and it wants you to live out the script. And if you don't comply with the script, somehow something is wrong with you and not those other people, right? A child right? A child says that a parent decides, oh, when you grow up, you're going to play baseball. Oh, when you grow up, you're going to be a minister. Or when you grow up, you're going to take over the family business. But no one ever said to the child, who are you? What do you want? Why do you want it? What do you feel? None of these questions get asked. So I gravitate toward those people who, like Paul Mooney, like my mother, like Malcolm X, like Angela Davis, like so many others, give zero fucks about how the world perceives who they are and they are making the hard choice, i.e. the audacity, they are making the audacity to be all of themselves. And I keep saying that that's not easy and that's because me too, right? I got a script. 
I'm born. I'm a young black girl living in the projects with my mother and my father. And all I see on TV of images and being told by the world and by the ways in which they treat me that I should be comfortable being less than. And always, right? Less than as a human because of the color of my skin. Less than as a woman because I am not a man. Less than in so many places. And I don't know why. I don't know why I chose not to believe and not to accept the script. I think we're called the black sheeps of the family, right? Because we're choosing to not go along with the script. I looked up the definition for audacity and it said a willingness to take bold risks. And it's so crazy that it said that because I often go out into the world telling people that I am afraid of everything, but I have courage. So I'm like, hmm, if I'm afraid of everything, can I still have audacity? And the answer is yes, because I still take the risks. I'm gonna tell you a story. I remember when my son was first born, but first I'm gonna backtrack to being pregnant. Whew, I knew I was pregnant. I hid it from everyone, mainly because I was embarrassed. I'm the smart girl. The script says that I'm gonna go to college. The script says that I can be anything that I want. The script says that it took me out of you know, uh, bad situations. It gave me a life and I was supposed to show up and do as directed by the script. And then I got pregnant and now I went off the script and I was embarrassed for myself because I too believed in the script, right? So I was scared. I was trying to deny it. I was trying to see another see another reality, right? I understand those girls on TV who are giving birth in the bathroom or in a back alley or throwing babies in the garbage. It is out of fear. Your body goes into a denial that nobody would ever understand because of the societal script that you've been given and the disappointment from those that you love or your inability to take care of the situation that you've got yourself in. So anywho, God stepped in, revealed that I was pregnant. I never told anyone, right? It revealed that I was pregnant. And I am sure that God watches over fools because my belly did not show until my cousin asked me, are you pregnant? And I was able to say, yes. When I breathed, all of a sudden, I was six months pregnant. And the only thing my aunt who raised me asked me was I going to take my family to school? And I did that. But then once, you, once I became a mom, reality strikes, right? I'm young. I'm dumb. I have no skills. I am afraid. I am scared. And a week goes by and I have no attachment to this child. I think it's because I was scared. But then something happened. I looked at my son and I was like, please stop crying. And I said it just like that. And he stopped crying and he started smiling. And as he's smiling, I get this feeling that comes over me. And the feeling tells me that we are going to be okay. And the feeling tells me to align myself with God's energy and align myself with my son's truth and take him off the script. I don't know what's going on, but that's what I'm going to do. 
because I don't know shit. And when you don't know shit and you scared, you just going to, I heard it. Don't know why I heard it, but that's what we're going to do. So I made in that decision to have the audacity to not do as I was told, right? By the elders in my life who want you to parent this way, want you to do this, want you to do all these things. But I chose to listen to the voice inside of me and be guided by my son. And that is how I had the audacity to parent a little black boy without all of the rules and without all of the fear and without all of the foolishness, right? But I do remember having some fear. Like I read an article and the article said that by the third grade, if little black boys can't read, they are going to be joining the prison pipeline. That shit sent me into a tailspin. I am taking my three-year-old in the rain. We are walking to the library like a mad woman so that he can get a library card so that I can teach my baby how to read. He failed the first time because back then, I don't know what happens now with the library because my son and I both hate the library. We got some nerve because that's some first world problem privilege shit when you can buy a book. But anywho, he couldn't write his name. So we went outside of the library. We sat on the floor in front of the library and we practiced writing his little letters. We practiced writing his all the letters of his name. We went back into that library that same day. He wrote the he, he wrote his name. The lady looked at us like, can he write it again on the line? He wrote it again. We got a library card. And that summer, I taught my baby to read because y'all are not going to send my baby to prison because he can't effing read. Y'all are bugging. But anywho, life goes on. And I'm working. I had already dropped out of school because I had tried to get public assistance. And the public assistance told me that I couldn't work and go to school. And they told me to quit my job and they would help us. But see, I had watched the movie Claudine, which is my favorite movie of all time. And I could write 10 dissertations about this movie and about the end when they chose the audacity to love and the audacity to stick together as a black people who have been through so many shits and nobody ever wants to give you a fucking break. So that movie let me know that welfare wasn't for me, right? Because you wasn't going to tie me up in a system and then I have a hard time untangling myself from the shit. You wasn't going to make me move into the projects with my black son and you tell me how to live. Not because I feel anything about those people in the projects, right? Because we all got tough times and I still had tough times, but I just felt like we're not going to add up the pieces and we're not going to help you disarm me from arming my son with whatever he needed to go out and live in the world. So I dropped out of school. Years later, I tried to go back. They said that my GPA was too low. Yeah, the nerdy girl, she flunked out of school because when you are immature and trying to raise a child and try to be young and a mama at the same time, you make a lot of mistakes. And I made a lot of mistakes. And then I tried to get back into school again. But this time I went, the lady said to me, Marcelle, it is going to be nearly impossible for you to get back into school. And I said, nearly? Nearly means that it is possible. And she said, sweetheart, your GPA is failing. And in order to graduate with a 2.0 GPA, you are going to have to get straight A's. 
And I said, what? Oh, God. Now, mind you, I still needed to take biology. And although I'm smart, I know my limitations. And I said, lady, I promise you, I promise you, I beg you, if you let me in to school, I promise you, I will get straight A's. And she was like, look at your grades. And I was like, ma'am, I promise you. She said, okay. She stamped the paper. I went outside. I busted out crying. The tears lasted all of three seconds. That's all I gave myself. I brushed the tears from my face. I walked to the train station down Queens Boulevard. I got on the train. I came home. I sat down. I did the mathematical equation to figure out how I could graduate with the 2.0. Even though I had to take biology, I took one class at a time and I graduated from LaGuardia Community College with a 2.0. And that required that I get straight A's the entire time and including getting a A in a biology class that I took on a Sunday for six mother freaking hours. That changed my trajectory, right? Because now, now audacity is building up in me. And I decide that I'm going to enroll and get my bachelor's degree. And I also had the audacity to decide that I was going to go full time. So now I'm working full time. I'm a full time mother who still checks homework, cooks every day does laundry, and wants to make sure that my son is out in this world getting the full experience of living. We still read books together. We still do things. We still talk, all of this. And my ass is going to school full time. I was going to school Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Saturday morning, and even on Sunday. My son was going to school with me. I was making dinner. He was taking classes. We were thugging it out. And I was sick. But eventually, two years, because I'm going full time, I graduated with a 3.5 GPA cum laude with a degree in English. My concentration is writing for business. And I was going to go get my master's degree in playwriting. But at that time, I decided I have had enough. I didn't have any more audacity. But I tell you this story because so many people think that I am strong, right? And it's not that I'm strong. I crave stability because I have abandonment issues. Because my mother wasn't there, because my father wasn't there, because I've been let down. And that's why I spend so much time in this podcast trying to tell you guys to unpack, to go through your traumas so that you will know why you are the way that you are so that you can make changes, so that you can assess it, right? So that you can decide if those things are working for you. I know that I seem sometimes unempathetic, but it's not true. I just believe that we can't make excuses, right? Because sometimes those excuses are the very things that keep us in a state of victimization. I don't want you to be a victim. I want you to have audacity. I want you to have the willingness to take bold risks. This year with COVID, we have all been whew, 
sent on a journey of rediscovery, right? Some of us have fallen. Some of us have gotten back up. Some of us has realized that there are certain things that we want, certain things that we do want. Some of us now changed our mind about love. Some of us want to be with a partner. Some of us don't want to be. Some of us now want to travel. I only want to be with those that I love. I don't want to spend any time with people that I don't love. Some of the things that I was afraid to do, this experience has taught me to have full and complete audacity, right? I am going to live my life with audacity. I am going to continue my journey on the hero's journey. Most great books, right? Take us on the journey of the hero's journey. But what the hero's journey really is, is you traveling, failing, getting back up, right? Succeeding, learning, applying, falling, right? The more mistakes you make, the more times you have to learn. I want us to take bold risks, bold risks in our blackness, bold risks in our hair, bold risks in our career. Do something that you're afraid of. Do something that you've never been willing to do. How about the audacity to apologize to your children? That's another podcast at another date, right? The audacity to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for everything that you have allowed in your life. Take, take audacity, right? Audacity needs to be our word of the year, right? We usually use the word audacity when we are telling someone that they are too much of something. And I am telling you the same way I use the word humble and I tell people that I am not humble because I'm not humble because humble means to make yourself less than and I am not less than no one and you are not less than no one. But I want you to use that same humble word and we are using the word the way that it was intended and I want you to be audacious. I want you to take bold risks. And I really want you to take the boldest risk, which is sitting down and making the decision to be all of yourself. If you are walking around this earth and through life, right, on the script that was given for you, I can promise you, you ain't happy. You can't be happy. You out here living somebody else's truth, and the truth is they ain't happy either. Trying to keep up with the Joneses, why? I can tell you for a fact that the Joneses ain't got no money. They home is in foreclosure, they struggling, they arguing, they fussing, they fighting, but the perception of what it looks like got you striving for that shit, and meanwhile, you ain't happy? Audacity. I am serious. It's 2021. We all got struggles. We all got fears. We all got stuff. We all trying to learn, unlearn, unpack, relearn. It feels like a lot, but usually it feels like a lot when you know internally that you have turned off you to appease societal norms, right? Walking around, acting straight if you gay, walking around, acting sweet if you aggressive, walking around, acting less than when you are more than, walking around in your darkness and you should be walking in the light. I am walking in my light. 
And because of the struggles that I have had, because of the life that I have had, nobody is going to motherfucking tell me not to be all of Marshall. You know how many people don't like me? Because I am all of myself and they can't fathom why someone would like me or why people come to me for advice or why this or why that. And even on this podcast, it's chugging along and it's growing slowly. But I thank you. You know why I thank you? Because I feel like I am doing something authentic. I am trying to share my life experiences with you guys through truth and transparency in the hopes that it will inspire you to do the same thing for your life. Y'all got it? That's the purpose. I simply, today's podcast was simply about undoing, right? What you've been taught, going off of the script. If you are sitting in the corner and you've been asking for a sign of what to do, the to do is that thing in your spirit that is feeling hard. I am telling you to take the leap, right? To look inside and find out who you are. Have the audacity to find out who you motherfucking are. I could scream. But since I don't want to scream and shock your ears, I'm just going to say I'm tired of talking to you people. Bye.